Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. How important is faith? Well, for by grace you're saved through faith. There is no salvation apart from faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is critical. Therefore, understanding faith is critical. Today on Drawing Near, we continue to grow in our understanding of faith. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 11 and study, Seeing Afar Off by Faith. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we come to you today understanding that we have great need, need for salvation, need for eternal security, the need for understanding. Father, we are lost, blind, and hopeless apart from your grace and mercy. And Father, you work through your Holy Spirit in the gospel to bring about faith, understanding in our hearts. Help us to understand what your faith is, how you define faith, what you desire and require, and then, Father, work in our lives to produce it. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Continuing our study through Hebrews chapter 11, let's begin reading today at verse 11. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So far in Hebrews 11, we have looked at Abel, Enoch, Noah, and Abraham, and their faithfulness toward God. Today we take a look at the first woman mentioned in this passage of Scripture, Sarah, Abraham's wife. And we're told in verse 11 that she received strength from God to conceive, and she bore a child when she was past the age. In other words, Sarah had become barren. She couldn't have children. She didn't have children at childbearing age, and she couldn't have children now. And Abraham was so old that verse 12 says that he was as good as dead. And I think that's fairly humorous. They don't just say that he's old, but he's as good as dead. And yet, because Sarah had judged God faithful, who had made this promise, Sarah received strength to conceive. What an amazing thing. She simply believed that God would do what God had promised. And that's a huge part of faith. Faith is not just believing. Faith is believing God. And faith is believing that God will do what God says he will do. God makes wonderful, even lavish promises in his word. 
and we as believers are to trust in him. Those promises don't mean that nothing bad will happen to us, but those promises mean that God will stand with us, that God will use the things in our lives to accomplish his purpose, and that he will reward and glorify us for our faithfulness. And the big part of all of this comes in verses 13 through 16. It says, these all died in faith, not having received the promises. In other words, the promises of God toward all of these were not about a rich blessing. Abel was killed. Enoch was taken out of this life without dying. Noah was saved in the ark, but there were promises that he did not receive. And Abraham went to the promised land, but he never saw it develop. Why? They saw these promises, the receiving of the promises, afar off, and they were assured of them. They embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. The fulfillment of the promises of God are not necessarily earthly fulfillments. We look forward to a heavenly hope, to a heavenly promise. God is going to fulfill his promises to us in eternity. And it's important that we understand that faith looks toward eternity. We look toward that future homeland. We, like these individuals, are strangers and pilgrims on the earth. This is not our home. Heaven is our homeland. And we look forward to God's fulfilling his promises to us in that heavenly country. It says in verse 15, And truly, if they had called to mind the country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. If they had looked behind, Abraham, for example, if he had looked behind instead of looking forward to the eternal reward in heaven, he could have gone back. He could have bailed on his faith in God, on the promises of God. When it got tough, he could have just yielded. Abel could have yielded as Cain was ready to slay him. We understand these things, but we cannot look back. We need to look forward and not look forward to earthly fulfillment of promises this health and wealth gospel that so many false preachers preach. We look forward to a heavenly promise, a heavenly promise in which we will be joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We will be what God has called us to be, and we will hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. This is what we look forward to. And verse 16 points it out. But now they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. It's worth looking forward to heaven it is better. We live in a culture of immediate gratification. We want what we want, and we want it now. We want to live out our retirement in rich luxury. We want to have what we crave now, and we will use credit cards to get it. We will do anything we can to have things now. And yet the Bible teaches us by faith, we need to look afar off. We need to look toward heaven, even past our death. And when we do that, we like Abel, Enoch, Abraham, and Sarah, we have a God who is not ashamed to be called our God. Now think about that for just a moment. Is God ashamed of me? Is he ashamed to be associated with me? Now, immediately, so many people will say, well, absolutely not thinking that God is loving and kind and gentle and patient, and he is. 
But God's people, God's children, are faithful children. They are his children through grace, by faith, and they live by faith and please God. And in looking forward to that heavenly country, to those heavenly promises, recognizing we are strangers and pilgrims on the earth, and not investing ourselves in the material things that are simply rust and dust, by trusting in God and worshiping Him, serving Him, following Him, God is not ashamed to be called our God, for He has prepared a city for them. Jesus tells us in John chapter 14, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I will come again, that where I am, there you may be also. God has prepared a place for us through Jesus Christ. And these individuals, these patriarchs of the old, they look forward to the promises that would come in Jesus Christ. We look back to the cross, and we see those Old Testament prophecies fulfilled in Christ, and we have such confidence in seeing that, that we ought to be able to look forward and trust in God. And I hope that you do. I do, and I hope you do as well. Father in heaven, thank you for this passage. Thank you for these truths. Thank you for the examples of faith you have prepared for us in the Old Testament. Help us to be models and examples of faith for those in our lives and going forward. Increase our faith, increase our understanding of faith, and help us to be faithful. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.